Hi everyone, I'm Dave. And I'm Marvin. It's Day 48, and this is God's Big Story. It's a story. It's big. Never boring. No way. For his glory. Always. It's God's Big Story. So welcome back everyone. Good afternoon and I hope you're all mooing good. Oh, I'm mooing great, Dave. Hi everyone. Nobody knows what he's gonna ask now. It's Marvin the friendly curious cow. So Dave, how are you mooing? I'm mooing good, Marvin. Thank you for asking. Okay, well, today we are halfway through our 10th week and yesterday we heard about God giving Moses the Ten Commandments and God wrote them on two tablets, two big flat pieces of stone. Oh, hmm, sounds convenient. But it is, of course, Wednesday, and so before we go any further, we had better say hello to your friend and mine, Benjamin. Hey, it's Wednesday. Everything is okey-doke. Here comes Benjamin, and he's gonna tell us a joke. Hi, guys. It's good to be here. Well, it's good to see you, Benjamin. So, let's get to it. What have you got for us this week? Okay, get ready to laugh, Dave. Here we go. So, how do we know that Moses had a headache on Mount Sinai? Hmm, I don't know, Benjamin. How do we know Moses had a headache on Mount Sinai? Because God gave him two tablets to take. <laughs> oh, tablets. <laughs> okay, well, thank you, Benjamin. We're in a bit of a rest today, but we will see you next week. Okay, yeah, no problem, Dave. See you soon. Bye. Bye, Benjamin. So, Marvin, yes, we do have to get to our reading. Okay, so who's reading today? Today, it's our friend Jim. Oh, hi, Jim. Today's podcast is taken from Exodus 32, verses 1 to 28. The people saw that Moses took a long time to come down from the mountain. So they gathered round Aaron. They said to him, Come, make us a God who will lead us. This fellow Moses brought us up out of Egypt, but we don't know what has happened to him. Aaron answered them, Take the gold earrings off your wives, your sons and your daughters. Bring the earrings to me. So all the people took off their earrings. They brought them to Aaron. He took what they gave him and made it into a metal statue of a god. It looked like a calf. Aaron shaped it with a tool. Then the people said, Israel, here is your god who brought you up out of Egypt. When Aaron saw what they were doing, he built an altar in front of the calf. He said, tomorrow will be a feast day to honour the Lord. So the next day the people got up early. They sacrificed burnt offerings and brought friendship offerings. They sat down to eat and drink. They then got up to dance wildly in front of their God. The Lord spoke to Moses and said, Go down, your people you brought out of Egypt have become very sinful. They have quickly turned away from what I commanded them. They have made themselves a metal statue of a God in the shape of a calf. They have bowed down and sacrificed to it. And they have said, Israel, here is your God who brought you up out of Egypt. I have seen these people, the Lord said to Moses. They are stubborn. Now leave me alone. I will destroy them because of my great anger. Then I will make you a great nation. But Moses asked the Lord, his God, to have mercy on the people. Lord, he said, why should you destroy your people in anger? You used your great power and mighty hand to bring them up out of Egypt. Why should the Egyptians say he brought them out to hurt them? He wanted to kill them in the mountains. He wanted to wipe them off the face of the earth. Turn away from your great anger. Please take pity on your people. Don't destroy them. 
Remember your servants, Abraham, Isaac, and Israel. You made a promise to them in your own name. You said, I will make your children after you as many as the stars in the sky. I will give them all this land I promised them. It will belong to them forever. Then the Lord took pity on his people. He didn't destroy them as he had said he would. Moses turned and went down the mountain. He had two tablets of the covenant law in his hands. Words were written on both sides of the tablets, front and back. The tablets were the work of God. The words had been written by God. They had been carved on the tablets. Joshua heard the noise of the people shouting. So he said to Moses, It sounds like war in the camp. Moses replied, It's not the sound of winning. It's not the sound of losing. It's the sound of singing that I hear. As Moses approached the camp, he saw the calf. He also saw the people dancing. So he was very angry. He threw the tablets out of his hands. They broke into pieces at the foot of the mountain. He took the calf the people had made. He burned it in the fire. Then he ground it into powder. He scattered it on the water and he made the Israelites drink it. He said to Aaron, What did these people do to you? How did they make you lead them into such terrible sin? Please don't be angry, Aaron answered. You know how these people like to do what is evil. They said to me, Make us a God that will lead us. This fellow Moses brought us up out of Egypt, but we don't know what has happened to him. So I told them, Anyone who has any gold jewellery, take it off. They gave me the gold. I threw it into the fire, and out came this calf. Moses saw that the people were running wild. Aaron had let them get out of control. The people had become a joke to their own enemies. Moses stood at the entrance to the camp. He said, Anyone on the Lord's side, come to me. All the Levites joined him. Then he spoke to them. He said, The Lord, the God of Israel, says, Each man must put on his sword. Then he must go back and forth through the camp from one end to the other. Each man must kill his brother and friend and neighbour. The Levites did as Moses commanded. About 3,000 of the people died that day. Thanks, Jim. Oh, no, Dave. Yeah, today was not a happy reading, Marvin. Today we see lots of the bad stuff we've talked about, the people's sinfulness and the consequence of that sinfulness, which is death. Was God really going to kill all the Israelites, Dave? Well, that's what they deserved. God would have been absolutely right to strike them all down. But Dave, I'm confused. Then it said God changed his mind. I didn't think God did that. Well, we need to be a bit careful here, Marvin, because here's what's not going on. It wasn't that God had forgotten his promises to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and then Moses reminded him, and so God changed his mind. Well, yeah, because God never forgets his promises. That's right. And it wasn't that Moses had put together such a clever argument that God thought, oh, you know what, Moses, I hadn't thought of that. I need to change my mind. Yeah, well, that didn't make sense either, because God knows everything, and he's much smarter than Moses is. Exactly. So it's not God changing his mind like we change our mind. What we see here is a picture of how God's mercy works for sinners. Dave, I'm not sure I understand. Okay, well, the Israelites, just like all of us sinners, they're heading towards death and destruction. That's the road that they're on, the path that they have chosen to go down. And that path always leads to death. Okay. But Moses, their mediator, remember we talked about that, he steps in and asks God for them for grace and mercy. Even though they absolutely deserve to be destroyed, Moses asks God to give them grace. And so God does what God does. He agrees not to destroy them, but to save them, to shelter them, to remove them from his righteous anger. Okay, okay, so they had Moses as their mediator. He went to God for them. But we said we have Jesus, right? He's our mediator? That's right. So again, 
This is not God really changing his mind. It's God responding to prayer, to a request for mercy, because that's what God does. When we ask for forgiveness, for grace and mercy, God forgives and he saves us from the destruction that we're heading to. Okay, okay, yeah, that makes more sense. So, Dave, I have another question. This golden calf thing, what's going on there? Okay, well, the Israelites had lived in Egypt, and the Egyptians and all the other peoples around them in the world would have had these little false gods to worship. And so when the people are left by themselves without Moses, they decide they'll go back to being just like everyone else. Huh, but Dave, had they forgotten the plagues? God had just finished showing them that if you make your own gods, those gods can't help you. Well, it seems like they had. They were out of Egypt now. They weren't slaves. They were free. And suddenly they maybe felt they didn't need the real God quite so much. They could go back to being just like everyone else. And again, Marvin, when we look at the Israelites, we might think, oh, they're being so dumb. But usually they're being dumb in the same way that we can be dumb. Okay, but Dave, I am a calf. I'm still not going to worship a little statue of one. Well, no, maybe not, Marvin. But sometimes the only time when we really pray and really listen to God and really look to him is when we're in trouble. Maybe when we're scared about something. Or maybe when someone we love gets really sick, it's then and only then that we pray super, super hard, right? Yeah, well, sure. And that's okay. Praying hard's not bad, but then maybe we get out of trouble or or the sick person gets better or life just goes back to normal and we kind of forget about God. And even though he has helped us, we go back to sort of ignoring him and just doing our own thing until the next time we need him, that is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, I guess we can be a bit Israelite-y. We definitely can. But God wants to be our friend, wants us to read our Bibles and talk to him, to pray all the days of our life, not just to call on him when we're in trouble. And that's why we do this podcast five days a week, Marvin. Following God, reading the Bible, praying. Those things are not just for Sundays. Those are everyday things. So today, boys and girls, ask God to help you to follow him and to listen to him and to talk to him every single day of your life. That's the kind of friend that he wants to be. Okay, Marvin, well, we are definitely out of time, so we will say goodbye, and tomorrow we actually get to finish Exodus. Oh, wow. Okay, well, goodbye, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow. Goodbye. We'll see you soon. God's Big Story is a ministry of Eden Grove Presbyterian Church. Music and jingles by Dave, Josh, and Josh.